Welcome to Extra Drama for book number 22, Too Much in Love, a book filled with drama, especially internal drama. And I'm here again with Russ Nickel. Hi, Russ. Hi. I think that one of the big things that happens in the second part of this book that was kind of interesting was all of this scheming that takes place um, to try and make Dee Dee feel better about herself. And I was trying to think about whether or not that was like a moral choice on the part of the friends. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. That's, so yes, the Dee is low confidence, and Elizabeth and Patty, her friends, decide to pretend that Elizabeth is sick, so Dee has to take over all the work for the talent show, and in so doing, realize that she's much more capable than she thought. Uh, and I feel like. You know, when I have friends who I try to talk to them and tell them things and it doesn't get through to them, sometimes you have to take action. And it's a, yes, it's a scheme, but it's not like super unlike having to like cut off an addict or something. Oh, like having an intervention. In order to have an intervention, there's a lot of planning that has to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of trick someone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like having a surprise party, right? Like you have right. to, there has to be a certain amount of deception involved to be able to get there. Yeah. But it comes from a place of love. I mean, maybe we could say that intentions are important here. Yeah. In this case, it's definitely about Patty and Elizabeth wanting Dee Dee to like get back to her old self and feeling like she needs to prove it to herself that she's a capable person. Yeah. I think it's like an interesting glimpse into knowing there's a problem you're Mm. so trapped by your own insecurities that you're unable to take the steps to be confident because like and it's like it's like being trapped on a you know train that's headed straight off the a bridge that's broken and you're like i know that bridge is ahead up there and i can see the break right in front of me but i'm just too afraid that like I won't be able to pull the brake. And so you just stand there and, you know, watch in horror as you plummet to your death or something. People are often aware of a problem. Like, we're often aware of an issue that we have, but we can't quite seem to solve it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is much less serious, but, like, I'm aware that I'm much happier when I keep my room clean. Mm-hmm. But I, and that I don't make enough time to do it because I'm constantly, like, putting my own needs last sort of yeah and i'm aware of that and i know that what i should do to fix it is to schedule a time to take care of these things because then i can kind of be accountable to that time and sometimes that works but it's like even with all of this trickery in place a lot of times it's just like no i can't do this it's not because it's a drag it's because i need to go work on something else Right. Or something else is more pressing. I literally just finished moving into my room this week, and I moved in four months ago because yeah. I just kept saying yes to things. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought was kind of funny about this scheme is that Mr. Collins ended up being involved. Yeah, that was surprising that they told him. So Patty and Elizabeth are talking on the phone, and Patty says to Elizabeth, like, so did you get the okay from Mr. Collins? And Elizabeth was like, yeah, you know, he wasn't so sure about it, but ultimately he agreed. And I was just thinking, what was that phone call like? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Teach, just so you know, our friend is struggling, and I know I'm in charge of the show, but I'm going to pretend to be sick so that she can be in charge of the show. He's like, well, but you're in charge, and everyone's working through you. Yeah, like, what about the show? Like, the 
like you care about getting a good show, right? Because that's what I hired you to do. Yeah. Like why I put you in charge of this was so that the show would be okay. She's like, yeah, yeah, got it. But don't worry, Dee Dee will do a good job. So the show's still going to be great, but it's just really important that she do it. I'm sorry, um, Liz, I don't mean to second guess your judgment here, but didn't you just tell me that Dee Dee is really insecure? She just went through a breakup, she has no confidence, and she's asking for help with every single thing that she's doing? She's also dropped out of everything uh, without actually completing it, but don't worry, because this she won't be able to drop out of because, I don't know, and so then she'll get through it and it's going to be fine. So you're confident. You're confident that she's not going to just let the whole thing fall apart? Oh, no, I question it constantly. And if it does fall apart, it'll be even worse for everyone. But I don't... It might... It should go well. As long as you're confident. I'm not. (laughs) Okay. Well... Glad we had this talk. All right. Bye, Mr. Collins. Oh, bye. (laughs) That's how that probably went. Yeah. Um, I like that we did a gender swap. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just happened that way. Yeah. I like I like Mr. Collins. I'm I'm a I'm a Mr. Collins. I think yeah, because he doesn't care about the show as much as he cares about the well being of his students. I think that's probably true. Yeah. Um, another thing that is a really important detail that we actually didn't get to a in the main, a DD it is a D detail <laughs> in the main episode we didn't get to it is that DD. When she finds out, she does find out about the scheme. Like mm-hmm. every, they confess to her what they did, and she is thrilled. She's not, doesn't harbor one iota of, of ill will toward mm-hmm. Liz, toward Patty, because she's like, you did the right thing. You know, mm-hmm. I needed this. Yeah, and we good fam. We good fam, that's what she says, yeah. Not just to Jessica, but also to Patty and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And the book, I mean, it puts it in no uncertain terms. Right, well, I mean, again, if you had your intervention <laughs> and then the person got clean, later they'd be like, yeah, you were right. Yeah. Like, I wasn't listening to reason, and I was in a bad place, and I needed that. I don't know. Yeah. Does it... I guess... I don't know. I feel like it probably does have some bearing on the morality. I do... I guess I just have mis... I feel like this particular scheme is a little bit too elaborate. Like, they probably could have... Um, this... I'm going to sound like such a goody-two-shoes, but the part where Elizabeth lies while... Dee's in the house about having laryngi- laryngitis and involves Jessica into it, mm-hmm. which I like could have fallen apart so easily. Dee Dee could have just insisted. Mm-hmm. And then what is Elizabeth going to do? Elizabeth and, can't speak though, so she would just lie there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. And then the it. part where she's she doesn't just skip school; she skips school and goes to the mall. It's pretty elaborate. Which is like, what if someone else is? also skipping school and they saw you there like then it looks really bad because it's not just that you are lying about not being able to help it's like you're not even sick a little bit i don't know it's that's not that makes it sound like i'm saying that the morality is based on whether or not she's gonna get caught which is not but um. really the problem is that you can't skip school kids yeah that's one of many solid lessons this book has to offer. Because Elizabeth ends up flunking out and Oh doing right, yeah. Times. No, this book doesn't offer that lesson. Yeah. The lesson the book offers is definitely skip school if it will help your friend find her confidence. Honestly, I think that's a fine lesson. Yeah, it's just for a day. If I could and skip one Elizabeth. day of school and really help my friends, that seems fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've sold me. I All agree. Right. 
for Good how job. Much? Uh, a I think we say a quarter. <laughs> yeah, a quarter or a quarter of a donut. Right. Six um, in one, half dozen in the other. <laughs> baker's dozen in the other. Half a baker's dozen. Thirteen in one. Ba- oh, six and a half in one. <laughs> six and a half in one, half a baker's dozen of the other. And Can that's we- the real takeaway. All right. Thanks again, Russ, for joining me for this conversation. And Thank thanks you. again, listeners, for listening to the show. Tune yeah. in next week to find out what happens with Todd. I'm sure everything's going to be great. Don't worry. In the meantime, give a five-star review. A skeleton walks into a bar and sits down and says, Give me a beer and a, and a mop. This is you uh, telling bad jokes until they do it? Yes, yeah, so please leave a review. I know that was a different episode, but if you listen to that one... Is there a punchline? That was it. That's the joke. Oh, okay. (laughs) Bye. Did you get it? No. Oh, well, picture it. Picture what happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Skeleton drinks the beer. Skeleton drinks the beer. Where does the beer go? I wasn't paying close enough attention. Wow. I was trying to think about what it was that you were doing here. (laughs) And then I got it. And then now I get it. Whoa. Get it, got it, good.